0: this podcast forum is brought to you to share expertise and insights within our integrated delivery system to help us improve the health of the people we serve and achieve world-class accessible care this is expert insights here's your host melanie cole With increasing administrative responsibilities and reduced time delivering direct patient care, the stress of it all can lead to physician burnout. Here to tell us about that today is my guest, Dr. Ron Brewer. He's a counselor and educator with the Carl Foundation Hospital. Dr. Brewer, tell us a little bit about the prevalence of physician burnout these days. What are you seeing?
1: Well, research tells us, and our own research tells us, that we're at about 50% during a physician's career that they experience or feel uh burnout. Um, and and by burnout what I'm talking about are signs of depersonalization of the patient, anger, depression, cynicism, uh exhaustion both physical and emotional. Um, we even see increased errors uh in and decreased production even though people are working harder and longer hours and and then just negative thoughts and behaviors about their job and their career choice. Um, so so some of the disciplines within medicine are experiencing up to in the 70% range during the course of their career. So, So it's prevalent.
0: Wow, it certainly is. And what do you see are some of the primary concerns of a physician that are causing this burnout? I mean, with the change to electronic records, insurance issues never ending, I'm sure, Long hours, not enough patient time. I mean, are these some of the reasons that you're seeing this?
1: Uh, yeah, the the one that most research uh, reports back to to the world um, it is the electronic medical chart because it doesn't seem to provide, in a lot of ways, what it said it was to do, which was to make things more efficient. It's it's a struggle for physicians. Uh, and and physicians by their very nature were trained to care for um, patients, um, and in 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 taking time away from the patient, it means really taking time away from uh, life balance. So we find doctors who spend a lot of time uh, after they get home at night, when they finally do get home at night, uh, working to complete their 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 responsibilities for the medical record system.
0: So back in the day you would just write on the on the patient's chart what was going on and then that would be filed and that would be done. But you're seeing now that they have to update records and really sit at their computer for hours. Where does receiving patient satisfaction and quality scores fit into this whole picture?
1: Well, I I, I think one of the complaints that a lot of times you get from a patient is that when the physicians come in with their tablet in their hand, um, they don't feel fully listened to, albeit I think they don't recognize how uh, capable physicians are at multitasking. So because of that, physicians will put the computer or the tablet down uh, and direct their, their histories and, of course, their physicals to the patient, which then puts them in a position where then they have to, at some point, find time. To do the work of the patient record system
0: now I know you already answered this question, but I'd like you to reiterate some of the signs and symptoms of physician burnout that maybe a loved one would notice or even a patient sitting there or certainly the powers that be
1: well one of the things that we notice in terms of I think from home is that there's there's a change in behavior uh, there's a level of Lack of energy. There's the level of lack of interest. Um, in terms of, I'm, I'm going home to work. I'm not going home to enjoy my family. Um, there's a, a, a problem with the engagement of positive activity. So, so things that they have done in the past are now missing. I mean, hobbies and, and again, life balance issues. So that engagement goes away. Um, and physicians by their very nature, don't want to bother another doctor or an administrator or even a spouse so there's asking for assistance it just doesn't happen um and and so it it's one of those things where even if help is available they don't reach for it because it it's a sign of to a certain degree a sign of I'm failing sign of uh, of a weakness if you will so, so those signs that we look for are either the true cynicism about medicine. It's not just about patients, but it's about medicine in general. It's anger due to lack of time. It's anger due to issues that revolve around the practice of medicine and business of medicine together. And then there's a the sign of depression. It's they're just not where we would expect to see them from two years ago or when we met them or hired them. They, they seem More lethargic, uh, less interested, Um, and and again, you know, from an administrative standpoint, there's an increased level of errors either in the chart or with diagnosis. Mostly with charts, not so much diagnosis, because patient care is still at the top of a physician's games, and the production level starts to to decline. And if you're in a production-based business, you know that lack of a production means a lot to to their their bottom line in a lot of ways um and they they feel like they're losing a step and and again it becomes internally focused when this is not a fault of a physician it's a national problem it's a fault of a bigger system and and that system is healthcare and we haven't learned to manage this new this new age of of healthcare with electronic medical charts and 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 the mindset that we have to, patients really expect kind of a, a a fast food entity. I want to go in. I want to be treated. I want to be fixed, and I want to move on. And it all takes a matter of minutes. And that's just not the way healthcare's ever worked.
0: So what is Carl doing to address physician burnout? And how long? Tell us a little bit about the physician burnout committee. How long has it been in place? And what is the objective?
1: The the burnout committee specifically started as a task force uh, a little over two years ago. Uh, a year ago, a little over a year ago, it turned into a committee that answers to its medical directors. Um, and our mission is to try and encourage, engage, and learn, teach, if you will, educate um, the medical directors and senior leadership on what to look for so that physicians who have some of the symptoms of physician burnout can be supported in their process of coming back out of burnout so that they can enjoy the practice of medicine again. And and one of the things that I think, you know, in this a personal opinion, is joy is a very difficult place to be, but if we can get physicians to come back to why they're in medicine, I think we give them a whole lot of strength uh, in terms of how they practice. And what they think of their practice, so they don't lose that step of, gee, I'm not sure why I'm doing this because there's so many other parts and pieces that that keep me from that that process. And Carl has been very good about how they support their doctors. I I, I believe, and I've heard from from experts in the field that we're far beyond a lot of major institutions because Carl is is a fairly big place to work. I mean, it's close to 500 physicians strong across the region. And so, it it offers an Employees Assistance Program, and within that Employees Assistance Program, it has counselors that will work with with our physicians. Um, But if they choose not to stay within that system, uh, Employees Assistance Program does have a system where they can reach out to the community and offer physicians opportunity uh, to see a psychologist on the outside of, of Carl's system. Uh, and that's at no charge, uh, to them. And that's at least six visits and can be extended, uh, under different circumstances. Um, I'm one of the people who will reach out to help physicians as medical directors see necessary. Um, I have a PhD in counselor education. I've been worked for a medical school for 25 years. Uh, I've seen residents, students, and physicians for a long time, uh, and and I'm willing to not do psychotherapy with physicians, but behaviorally approach them on what really happens, what are they dealing with, and how do we want to proceed so that they can get back to their level of normality, not not necessarily Carl's, but their level of normality, which is essentially the same because that's why Carl hired them. Um, we have senior leadership. Uh, that and the committee members that are superb at supplying support for physicians who want support dr. Gibb has helped countless numbers of physicians um, reach out and, and work with the burnout process um, and and personally helps with with that um, the committee members have are on a badge, literally that the doctors, all doctors wear around their neck or or pinned to their coat. So we all have pagers or phone numbers added to that so that we can be reached at any time that they see they need support. We're doing what we can right now, but we're still, we're still in process. We've developed modules for leadership that will give them skimmy credit. And when that rolls out, then they can see a whole series of how to, what to, and what to expect. So that's where Carl is in the system. And we were, when we're working closely with, with the literature, uh, Dr. Hampton, who is the chair of the, the physician burnout committee is on top of the literature more than anyone I've ever seen. Um, we have Dr. Mickey Trockle, who's at Stanford. Um, and the associate director of their wellness program very well noted for its burnout process, physician burnout program. He's coming in November to work with CARL leadership to get them prepared. And we've been in, in touch with multitudinous other uh, programs, including Mayo Clinic, to see what they're doing, to see how we can uh, borrow their process to
0: make it fit for CARL. So speak a little bit about the preventative resources that the organization is working on to help with the burnout. And as you wrap up for us, Dr. Brewer, tell other physicians what you'd like them to know about physician burnout and when you feel it's important to seek help, even if they feel that there's a stigma that surrounds seeking help for that feeling of burning out.
1: The prevention process has a lot to do with How every day is run at Carl. Uh, People who are seriously, seriously enjoy the people they work with, reaching out to them when they see something that's going just not exactly the way they see it. Uh, We have a health system now in terms of a gym uh, in, in our lower level that people are, it doesn't just mean physicians, it means all employees can utilize. So if they need to take a break from their day or while they're on call, they can certainly go, go to that gym. We have programs where physicians get together regularly, um, to enjoy each other's time, pool parties, pre-basketball parties, pre-football parties, that kind of thing. So, so one of the I, things that, that are difficult for physicians is a isolation. Even though you work in a system that's as big as Carl's, you still feel very isolated from your peers and you don't really have time to talk to them. So these mixers, if you will, these these get-togethers really support it. Uh, Carl also does a lot with quarterly, um, I believe it's called CPG, Carl Physicians Group meetings where they hit on major topics for physicians. Um, we just support, they just supported a second one on burnout just this past month. So, so that's one of the things that we help use to help prevent and manage some of that. Uh, my suggestion to all physicians, albeit I am not a physician, I can see things a little more objectively sometimes because I'm not in the thick of it. Uh, but, but indeed, I think earlier is better than later. If, if, if you feel burned out, you probably are experiencing it to a certain degree, which means if I'm acting somewhat differently, reach for help, seek support. Your medical directors and senior leadership are happy to make referrals or happy to sit and talk to you. My phone number, cell phone numbers on the back of the, the badge that they wear again around their neck or pinned to their coat. Call. It, it doesn't take but a minute. We can talk. We can. information about what do you think is going on. That's one of my big questions, really, is so what happened? What are you dealing with? And and since I am not there to judge, nor is EAP, we just want to get a sense of where the physician is so that we can put some measures in place through the support of senior leadership to get the doctor to a better place so we, we don't lose Uh, high-quality physicians, which is something Carl has uh, in numerous uh, individuals that are of high quality practicing medicine.
0: Thank you so much, Dr. Brewer, for coming on and explaining physician burnout and what CARL is doing to address this issue that so many physicians are feeling right now in this time of stress. Thank you again for joining us. You're listening to Expert Insights with the CARL Foundation Hospital. For a listing of CARL providers and to view CARL-sponsored educational activities, please visit carlconnect.com. That's carlconnect.com. We hope the information gained will be applicable to your work and life.